Welcome to the Well-Bred Rapids Message of the Week. We hope you are encouraged, strengthened, and experience the presence of God through this message by our senior leadership. All right, let's bring it in. But keep the energy up. If anyone would like to worship, hello. <laughs> Woohoo! Hello. We are very excited that you all are here this morning. And for those of you joining us online, we want you to worship in your home as if you were worshiping here. We want all of you to worship unto the Lord. Do come forward if you want to have some space to worship up front, dance, sing, twirl, get on your knees, do whatever you need to to connect with Father's heart and get ready to encounter him this morning. You guys ready? Come on. As I search the world, it couldn't feel me. Man's empty praise and treasures of faith are never enough.
Because he wants us to do that, the invitation is wide open for us to just come straight to him in every area of life, but especially in worship. And if there's anything that you think might be putting up a divider between you and him today, I just want to encourage you that he's in the room. He's here. He's probably not as far away as you think. God, we just thank you for that that you meet us right where we're at. You meet us right where we're at, exactly as we are. All we have to do is be open to it. That's it.
that again. I'm 
you for your love that is pouring out in this place this morning, Lord. Thank you for your glory, for your presence, Lord. Lord, we just want to be where you are, God. We want to be right where you are, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing. thank you that you are the God of breakthrough, that you are more than enough in every circumstance, in every situation in our life, God. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God of the impossible. You're the God who moves mountains, who with a word spoke creation into being. Lord, you are King of kings and Lord of lords. still being moved strongholds are still being loosed but God we believe yes we can see that wonders are still what you do bodies are still being raised the giants are still being slain Yes, we can see that wonders are still what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do. We are here for you. Come and do what you do.
Shout your praise, our 
Nothing can compare to you. 
such an honor to worship you. It's such an honor to adore you. It's such an honor to sing your song today. To sing the song of the King. It's such an honor to know you. It's such an honor to sing your praises. Such an honor to worship. Such an honor to come before you. Such an honor to join with the song of heaven.
Understanding, breakthrough to more revelation, breakthrough to more opportunities, breakthrough to more love, breakthrough to more faith and the flow of finances, breakthrough, 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 breakthrough in intimacy, breakthrough the barriers that have held you back. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. All the way through, breakthrough. All the way to the other side. Breaking through, breaking through, it's gonna look new. It's going to look new. It's not the same. Breaking through, breaking through, all the way through, all the way through. Oh, Jesus. More God of understanding. love that shatters everything.
bless you, Jesus. Bless you, Father. Thank you, God. Jason, I'm going to have you share too. Okay, so um, this morning, um, just when I woke up, my husband and I, we were just took a moment to pray before we got busy in the day and just really felt. Um, just felt whether it be an invitation or more of a calling up that we are called to live in heaven's perspective to live from that as our reality that we just need to get more comfortable in that space that we live from heaven to earth not the other way around and that God is just inviting is too soft of a word. So whatever is the stronger word for that, that he's saying, come higher. There is more that we get to operate in. And then this morning in worship, um, I had initially sent Apostle Kathy what I just shared with you about God calling us higher. And in worship, I just heard the phrase, more is required. And I feel like the Lord is saying more is required. In scripture, Jesus speaks of whoever has been given much of that person, much is required. And in our house, in this house, we've been given much. And there's an expectation from heaven on our life, not in a performance way, but just heaven is expecting. There, there's something that God wants to see come out of us. And there's more of who we get to manifest on the earth from what we have in heaven and what we've been given isn't just for us it's not just enough for me to have a breakthrough but my breakthrough needs to be for others for our city our neighbors our state our nation for others it's time for us to rise up into the more into the fullness of who god has called us to be and to carry out what the church has been called to be
Thank you, Lord. So this morning, the Lord is bringing things into focus for people who have had blurry visions and fine-tuning melodies for those who have been off-key and out of rhythm. There have been a lot of barriers to God's best for people as you've opted only for the good. And he is wanting you to lay aside the good for the best in this next season. He is restoring the things that were lost in the last seven months. And beginning in this eighth month, there are new things he is distributing. Renewed vision, new chapters, new energy, new jobs for some, and new workers and connections for others who will be a catalyst for growth where the enemy was trying to bring decline. This is an exciting season. Thank you, Lord. I don't know, just give God a hand clap. This is amazing. feel like that's really important, everything that was just spoken, but breakthrough cannot just stay with us, it has to go through us. And I think that's just what I kept seeing, it was like breakthrough. It's not like just breaking, but it was like actually all the way through, and that means through you, through you to others that are around you. I think this is uh, something very significant has happened in this place. And that's why I'm very slow to move. I don't want to miss what God has for each person in this place. It's easy to just go to the next thing. And I want us to stay here for another moment, okay? I'm gonna see if there's anything else that the Lord wants to do before we move on. So let's just stay here for a moment.
love being with a group of people that when he comes, he's the point. a seat if you want. We're going to move into the offering. You can stay if you want to. Um, this week I've been, well, this week, yeah, this week I've been meditating on the discipline of the Lord. And it started when I remembered, I don't remember where I was, but I remembered this scene from a movie. Uh, the Karate Kid with Jackie Chan, the newer one. And if any of you haven't seen it, um, can we just say Jesus is King? I heard like three people say Jesus is King. Jesus is King. You are the King. And what you feel, it doesn't matter if you feel it or not, but when Jesus is king, the kingdom is present. That's the gospel. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. <laughs> and uh, so I was thinking about Jackie Chan. And if you haven't seen the movie, there's a, uh, it's this um, black kid from America. I think he moves to China because his mom's job switches and he gets beat up at school and somehow he ends up meeting Jackie Chan who's like the sensei. And this kid's kind of got an attitude problem and uh, doesn't like authority, doesn't like listening. And so he always throws his coat on the floor when he comes home. And his mom's got a coat rack by the door and his mom's asked him like a million times, put your coat on the coat rack, but he won't do it. So he starts training with Jackie Chan. Has anybody seen the movie? Do you know what I'm talking about? Okay. So he starts training with Jackie Chan and for like weeks, all he'll do is tell him, pick your coat up, put it on the rack, take it off the rack, put it on. Take your coat off, put it on the rack. No, take your coat off, throw it on the floor, put it on the rack, right? And it goes for weeks and this kid's getting more and more frustrated because he's there to learn karate to protect himself. And uh, what ends up happening after weeks of it is there's this encounter where he gets really frustrated and instead of telling him to pick his jacket up again, Jackie Chan just starts fighting him, like karate style, you know? And the kid, because of weeks of repetition of this motion, intuitively knows karate and he starts defending himself and it's like they jump right into karate mode they start climbing mountains and training for the big fight and he grows in confidence and am i painting the picture well for you guys okay this normal boring mundane activity called respect your mom which translates to put your coat on the rack was actually training him in battle and he had no idea the whole time and proverbs 3 says, my son, do not reject or take lightly the discipline of the Lord. Learn from your mistakes and the testing that comes through his correction, comes from his correction through discipline and don't despise his rebuke. And I feel like there's people that have lacked self-discipline because you've tried in your own strength. You've never actually submitted to the discipline of a loving father and it's different. When I spank my kids, they're in the room, if I gave them the mic, they would say it's true. When I'm, when I'm doing it right, I say, come here and give me your butt. I don't chase them around the room, chase them down the street screaming. I say, you come to me and you give me your butt and you know you're gonna get spanked. And they do it, but it, 
the goal is not the spank. The goal is the bending of their will, that they will actually yield and trust me as their father to let me lead them. That's what I'm after. And I feel like the Lord wants to do that in this house. It's, it's coming out in worship of there's more required. I felt it more in my life in the last month than previously. And um, I'm so grateful to be a part of it because it means I get to look more like Jesus. It means you get to look more like Jesus. So if you'd like to sow into that, we have, uh, do we do text to give still? We do text to give and then baskets. And our ushers will come around and they'll release you uh, one row at a time to honor the social distancing stuff. But I had this other phrase pop up in my spirit. I don't know who said it, but it was something about one generation's compromise becomes the next generation's captivity. And then I started thinking about David and his his breakthrough, he broke all the way through. He didn't, he killed Goliath and then he chopped off his head, which he didn't have to do, but that means something. He broke all the way through and his breakthrough became a breakthrough for an entire nation. And it's what's gonna happen in this house. So Father, we just yield right now to your loving hand, to your discipline. Lord, we receive the discipline from you as the mark of our adoption as sons, that we're legitimate kids. And I just thank you that you love us enough to stay present in our life, to invite us to, to give us your butts. In Jesus' name, you're released to give. <laughs> All right, whenever you're ready, this is ready. Wait, because <laughs> Good morning, family. I'm Diane, and I have this morning's announcements. Our fire starters, K through second grade, are now released to go to the lobby to meet the volunteers. Stay tuned for the opening up of grades third through fifth. We have amazing prophetic teams that are here to hear from God for you. We meet every first and third Sunday before service. You can sign up on our app for a nine o'clock or a 920 appointment. Today, we are joining area churches for a prayer vigil at Rosa Park Circle from 3 until 6 p.m. Join us for a time of worship and prayer. City Quake is coming August 19th through 21st in Taylor, Michigan. Sign up at www.cityquake.org Michigan. On Sunday, August 30th, we will be having baptisms during service and our next membership class after service. If you would like to sign up, please sign up on our website the app, or stop by the bridge after the service today. Are you interested in learning how to process your prophetic words more effectively? Join us on Saturday, September 12th from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. with Dan McCollum. He will be doing a live Zoom at the well. Co-founder of Bethel School of the Prophets and founder of Prophetic Company, Dano has authored several books and manuals on the prophetic, including Basic Training and Prophetic Activation, the Good Fight, and Prophetic Company. Dano is a prophetic reformer revealing the heart and purpose of New Testament prophecy. He will be teaching on stewarding your prophetic words. Tickets are $25 per person, $45 for a married couple. Child care will not be provided. Sign up on our website or app today. Save the date for the Wells' first annual golf outing fundraiser. It's gonna be held the last Saturday of September this year, that's September 26. We will also be supporting a local charity. Are you creative? 
would you like to put some of your talents and gifts to use here at the well? We have an opportunity for a media intern to work alongside our very own Becca Behrens on the media team. This would require five to 10 hours a week and is for someone who is organized and reliable and passionate about using their gifts to serve. Fill out an application on our app or website. We have a lot of children in this house and we are looking for more volunteers for our fire starters at all ages. Come join us in impacting kids' lives and their hearts for God. Please fill out a volunteer application and contact Thea Johnson or Heidi Skeens if you are interested in joining our team. That's it for this week's announcements. If you would now stand and help me welcome our apostle, Kathy Alali. You can be seated. I'm not doing that today, sorry. I think you've already been transformed by the power and presence, and now it will be the Word of God. Um, I wasn't sure if they were going to show the second part of that or not, so I was waiting. Because <laughs> when we did the announcement at, in the backyard of my house, and we had a little fun part we did at the end, but we didn't show it. It was really funny. Um, I'm not going to share what I was going to share. Um, I'll save that for next week. We're already close to noon. Um, but I do want to share what the Lord showed me during um, this time of worship. Whew. Can I say this? Let's never take these moments lightly. It's so significant. Things are deposited within you that you don't even realize are happening. Um, there's like literal transformation that takes place that can only take place in the presence of God. And um, all you have to do is, is believe it. Our part when we... I've been in services where I've stood next to someone who looked like they didn't even know God was present. And I, on the other hand, I'm like, like, what the heck? And it's like everything I can do to stand in his presence. So I've asked God, I said, what is that? Why is it that some people feel your presence like that and other people don't? And it's not like you're worse if you haven't felt it. It's not like that. There's no shame. But there is an invitation to open your heart up, to actually press in to say, I want more of what you have, where there is no fear, there is no condemnation, but there is the reality that his light shines. And often what happens is as, as we're feeling his light come in a deeper way, that's why you see people on the floor. It, part of it is his glory, his, his actual manifest presence, and part of it is like, whoa, I am undone. The closer you get to Jesus, the more you realize like how we could only be who we are because of him. Because in and of ourselves, we are just, we can't do it. We're always going to fall short. And so when I come into his presence like that, I don't think of like, oh, am I good enough? I just think I'm not. And, and I only am because of what you say I am. And, 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 it, and I want more of that because it actually draws me to be more like him. And it gives me the strength to go through my days. I, could, I can't go through my days without him. 
And so I kept seeing this picture of sandals, like the sandals that you would find um, when, Jesus, when Jesus was walking the earth. And I saw them on the floor. And the interesting thing was, after this vision, I opened my eyes and somebody had a pair of those kind of sandals they had on their feet that were sitting here on the floor. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. Um, but anyway, I saw these all, all over, and they weren't just on this floor, they were on dirt floor. And I said, what are, you, what are you saying? And he said, I want you to share what it means to wash your feet and to wash each other's feet. And I'm like, I'm not sure that I know what it means <laughs> other than you're serving. Listen to this. John chapter 13, verse 2. And supper being ended, the devil having already put in to the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with a towel, which, he had, was, which was girded around him. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, what I am doing you do not understand now, but you will after this. Peter said to him, you shall never wash my feet. Peter always had like this thing, didn't he? Like, he, yeah. Jesus answered him and said, If I do not wash you, you will have no part with me. So Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. And so Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean. And you are clean, but not all of you. For you knew who would betray him, for he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. But that's not the point he's making. So when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, Well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you as an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. And so I always looked at washing feet as just an act of humility and servitude. And it is that, but that's not all that it is. He said, if you wash their feet, and if, you, if your feet are washed, then you are completely cleansed. Because your feet represents everywhere you go. And that was the dirtiest part of their body because it, 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 it hit all of the dirt in that dry ground because it was a very dusty, dirty, it didn't have like paved streets and paved. So that would be the dirtiest part. But the, the, the part that's so important is not that the dirtiest part was their feet, but their feet represented the walks of their life, the world, the, the trials, the, the places that they went, the people that they would have seen, the conversations that they would have had, the, the, the weaknesses that they would have been through, the temptations, all of that, because it's where your feet go is where you go. And so washing their feet 
made them clean. But not only made them clean, he said it's important that you wash one another's feet. Not just so that the dirt would come off, but so that the dirt would come off from the world. We're responsible not just for ourselves, but for one another. And that's really important for the church to move forward. We have to be willing to be transparent and vulnerable and be responsible for one another. So if you see that your brother is sinning and your brother is, is, is falling short, or you see that your brother is, is like something's not right, it actually is your responsibility to go to that brother or that sister and say, what is going on in your life? Because you are part of my body. You are, part, you are a, part of, a part of me, and we need to to get through this thing together. And I'm not going to work harder on your problem than you're willing to work on it, but you need to work on it. It's so important that we are accountable and responsible and that we are accountable to one another. None of us are an island to themselves. If you say that I am a believer in Jesus Christ, just like the word that went forth earlier, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, then you are not an island unto yourself, and you're not only responsible for yourself, but you're responsible for the person to the right and to the left and behind you and in front of you. So go ahead and look to your right and to your left. You are responsible. It's true. And that's... That's exactly what Jesus is saying. It, it, it takes humility, it takes vulnerability for me to bend down on my knees to take your shoes off and to wash your feet. But what I'm doing is not just a stance of humility. It's also a stance of like, I care for you, that I'm going to walk with you, I'm going to be with you, and we're going to do this thing together. And together we will make a difference and transformation in this world. We can't just stay here. We have to continue to walk. We have to continue to move forward. Amen? So next week, I want to talk about um, being wholehearted and, and, and about, like, it's, the Lord said to me, it's, it's the heart of the matter. And, and I'm like, it's the heart of the matter. And he said, yeah, it's, do you know that the, the word heart is actually used over 800 times in the scriptures, more than faith, hope, and love put together. Because everything that we do and who we are stems from our heart. I can only receive the Father's love to the measure that I steward my heart. Because, hmm, for... Out of my heart flows the issues of life. So I, I don't want to get into because we don't have enough time so that I want to even touch any more on it. But be thinking this week about the importance of stewarding your heart and guarding and protecting your heart. Sometimes that looks like putting up boundaries. Other times that looks like taking boundaries down. Sometimes it looks like forgiveness. Sometimes it looks like, what are you looking at? And what are you hearing? Amen? Um, a couple of things before I hand this over. Can we just got, give God a huge hand clap? Let's stand up and give him a bigger one. Come on, he's worthy. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. 
It's so amazing. How many of you just tangibly felt, it's not everything, but how many of you tangibly felt the presence of God in this place this morning? So precious, huh? That's a, that's a big deal. And I, I've been in services, so I'm very mindful of like, I'm not going to get in the way. I want him, he's the point. <laughs> I'm not the point, he's the point. And I've seen it shut down many times. And I, I, if I ever do, it's not because I've done it intentionally, that's for sure. I want him to be able to always, always lead, guide, and direct us. Amen. I, I have a couple announcements that I know Pastor Matthew does too, but Guys, we really, 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 really need Firestarter volunteers. We are at a place where we have to turn people away because we don't have enough people to help. And I know today we're a little light in here, but normally, you know, when people aren't on vacations and doing the things that they're doing, um, this place gets, can get pretty packed out, and there's lots and lots of children because everybody just keeps having babies. And so which is amazing, but that means that we need help. And so I'm asking, please, that you would look at your schedules. If you're already volunteering here, it doesn't mean that you can't volunteer once a month in Firestarters. And it is, I'm telling you, it is very, very rewarding, not only for you, more importantly for those children, because they get to really learn and grow. This isn't babysitting. If you're looking to babysit, we're not babysitting. We are raising up world changers. And so we want, we really, really need more volunteers. So if you would go to the bridge and let them know that you would like to do that, they'll take you through the right measures that you need to go through. Also, don't forget, last week I did the Jubilee Child Sponsorship, and all these people raised their hands, and I think we had some issues in the back on the computer, so all of that's taken care of. Don't forget to go and sponsor your child, okay? It's, it takes like three sponsorships for one child. It's $36. That is going to make a huge difference in that child's life because now they get to eat, now they get to have a Christian education, and also their opportunity for their whole family to come to know Jesus Christ. That's a big deal. So I can do that. I can do that. I'm not even there. And I get to be a part of maybe somebody's salvation and the fact that I get to express the love of God. So don't, don't forget to do that. Um, lastly, um, um, I'm, we're going to be downtown at the, what's it called? Unity Fest? Unity Prayer Vigil, and it'll be a time of worship. Part of our worship team is going to be there. It's at Rosa Park Circle. It starts at 3 o'clock and goes to 5 o'clock. And um, I'll be one of the prayer leaders there till 6 o'clock. Wow, I've got these details down. But I'll be there anyway. Um, I'll be one of the people praying from our church. There'll be other churches there um, represented. The worship team is going to, I'm super excited about because the whole point of it is to bring unity between the black race and the white race. And that's what you're going to see when you look at the platform as you're going to see different colors, which excites me. And I'm thrilled about it. So we're going to be there. We're going to be praying. We're going to believe for those walls and those barriers to be broken through. Amen. And then I'm going to go ahead and let Pastor Matthew finish because I'm going to be set up in the prayer room because I am going to be signing my book. Amen. That was my hand. All right, everybody. Are you guys ready to get your book signed? So uh, this, as she mentioned, she is going to be back in the prayer room, which if you don't know where that is, you need to start coming to prayer. 
I'm not even going to tell you where it is. You need to find the more spiritual person in here and ask them where it is. I'll just tell you, only time though. So go through these doors and right to the left, uh, right at the front of the building is our prayer room. As I said, I will see you Tuesday night at uh, prayer as well this coming week. But um, she's going to be signing books. Please, please, please. We've had so many testimonies come back from her new book that was just released uh, three, four weeks ago, something like that, maybe a month ago. The book is called Shatter Shame, and it's really about uh, living a life just in full transparency and being able to take the shame of our past and, and just let that thing just get under our feet so we can live in our true image of who Jesus created us to be. So please go buy 10 books and give them away uh, to everybody that you know because we believe in the transformation that's going to come. I know personally I've heard my mom talk about it many times. She's like, eh, sales are, you know, whatever. But her goal is transformation through this book, is to see people's lives be actually transformed and changed. So go buy the book, get it signed. Uh, she's got a cool signature, so I'm actually going to get mine signed also. Um, ministry team, if you would come to the front, please. Uh, if you need prayer for anything, if you need healing in your body, if there's anything you just need somebody to stand with you for, please don't leave this place without getting prayer. Uh, come forward. Our, our ministry team is here. They're compassionate. They're ready to pray for you. They want to see God be glorified through your life. If it's your first time here, if you've been coming for a little while and you just want to get connected, please go to the bridge right outside of these doors to the right. We want to uh, put a name with your face, and hopefully we will see many of you downtown at 3 o'clock today for the Unity Prayer Vigil. We're excited to, to just fight against racism, to be able to, to come together and to bring unity amongst the races. We will see you all next week, if not later today. Have a good week. Thanks for listening. We hope you were impacted by this message. For more information about The Well Grand Rapids, please visit our website at www.thewellgr.com.